to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley, and in honor of Halloween, I'd like to talk about the skull. In Mexico, the dancing, grinning skeleton is a familiar motif, especially at this time of year, as they prepare to celebrate El Dia de los Muertos, the Day of the Dead, the Mexican equivalent of our Halloween. The bodies of the skeletons, who seem mostly to be female, are dressed in elaborate costumes, beautiful gowns, and wear elegant, wide-brim hats that are overflowing with colorful flowers. Other holiday symbols include ceramic skulls painted in bright colors with flowers painted to represent the eye sockets. You can even buy candy skeletons. Mexico's light-hearted and playful representation of the dead is in sharp contrast to our own images, which feature threatening skeletons and menacing skulls with bared teeth and flaming eyes, poised to terrify or worse. As I look around at all the Halloween decorations at this time of year, I feel drawn to reflect on the fundamental differences these two representations of the dead present, and especially on the various meanings of the skull. The skull is the bony framework of the head of animals with backbones. It contains and protects the brain, as well as important sense organs like the eyes and and ears and nose and mouth. Thus, the skull has, since earliest times, been associated with our sensual and intellectual awareness and seems to have represented our capacity for perceiving and interacting with life. We have evidence of skull cults from very early prehistoric sites indicating a veneration of the dead. Skulls appear to have been treated with special care For example, in certain Scottish ceremonial sites, tidy rows of skulls were meticulously positioned along passages of underground chambers. Separated from the rest of the skeleton, the skulls seem to have had special significance as repositories of the spirits of ancestors who protected and guided the living. While the modern world sees the skull as an emblem of the mortality of humans and the finality of death, our ancestors saw the skull as a symbol of the continuity of life. Like the shell of a snail, the skull is what survives after the body decays after death. Hence, the skull represented the perpetuity of life. The skull symbolized the process of transformation demonstrated so eloquently by the passages of seasons, from the birth of spring through the death of winter and back around to the reawakening of spring. The skull was linked with the dark goddesses of the underworld, the guardians of the dead, and with the old hags, the wise women shamans of pre-Christian Europe, who facilitated the yearly passage around the perpetual cycle of death and rebirth. Their emblem, the skull, embodied the promise of the continuity of life. The spirits of the dead were believed to persist residing in the skull and were believed to, to interact with their living descendants. Many cultures had and still have festivals where the spirits of the dead are invited to participate and where the death's head at the feast, the skull, has a place of honor at the holiday table. Our English language holds evidence of this practice among our ancestors, for the words ghost 
and guest are both derived from the same Germanic language word geist, meaning spirit. Only when death came to be seen as the end point in linear time, as in Judeo-Christian tradition, rather than merely a spoke in a perpetually turning wheel, did death become loathsome and fearful, and the skull become a symbol of dread and terror. I have quite a collection of skulls, such as a beautiful blue ceramic skull, and a Mexican skull mask covered with pieces of jade, and a ceramic urn made of row upon row of little skulls. To me, they are not scary, but instead represent the perpetuity of spirit and the endless, joyous dance of life, death, and rebirth. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley. 